0: I mean, you know, I, I, the amount of times I've been to rallies and people have talked endlessly about, you know, everyone's a fascist, everyone's a Nazi. I mean, whatever rallies the troops, you know, I like go for your lot. If it helps your chance, then please go for it. But, but we we are absolutely will be fools to not understand the difference between the various, I guess, onboarding points for 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 far right racist bigots over the past few years in Australia alone, you know, or on the internet. Understand what got them into that world. What's the difference between them? At what point did any of them, and a few of them do, get off, you know what I mean? Remain stationary, rather than going down the red pill highway towards balls out fascism, you know? Some of them do. They stop at the whole anti-Islam, I love my country, I want to protect it, you know what I mean? Um... Can kind you... of patriotism. Some of them do stop there.
1: Okay, so can you identify then what actually is going full fascist? Look, I mean, again, if I refer to like a
0: red pill highway, I saw a young man who was talking about his story of, of having been on right. And then yeah, there's a pretty popular video on YouTube of an American kid who was talking about his journey from up there through to the, the depths of the alt right, and then back out again. And he talked about it as a sales funnel, which I thought was really, really good because that actually does make sense. All of that fascism involves, uh, you know, like red pilling to the degree that you believe in the deep end stuff, like the Jewish question, and you then become an adherent to an ideology that that, that you, Uses um, nationalism um, and uses, I, I guess, you know, divide and conquer theories about race theory uh, and uh, eugenics and so on and so forth to isolate and to, to sort of escalate, you know, a particular section of the population and to, to motivate them in order to, to I guess, galvanise and then organise an authoritarian state. I said it's about being about fascism, it's about organising towards authoritarianism, but doing it through using messages of nationalism, um, racism, bigotry, and dividing and conquering. That's what I think the fascist ideology is.
1: Do you think that, so if we're talking about someone who, people who believe in fascism, they then have a desire to take over the government? Whereas maybe if someone is... Well, they're racist, or it's a racist group, or a white supremacist group. Maybe they don't actually want to take over the government.
0: Political fascism does entail that you know uh, uh, organising, you know, increasing your, I guess, your power levels whilst hiding your power levels. Yeah, yeah. fascism one hundred one is about organising towards whether it be by revolutionary means or by underhanded political means, um, political, you know, governmental. Overthrow and a reorganization of of government. You know, you 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 can't um, you can't achieve fascist ideals with a with a you know a a moderate democracy. So, you know, fascists are organising towards that. Um, What goes hand in hand with fascism is is invariably white supremacy, owing not in the least to you know the last century and the (laughs) the the major events of last century. Um, uh, <laughs> you know, you may have heard of that. And so, and so the, the 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 theories that came along with that, that, that 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 were that informed, I guess, Nazi Germany, such as you know eugenics and so on and so forth. and white supremacy really, were um, mean that the two invariably go hand in hand. So a, a, an informed, studied white supremacist is at least partial to fascism. Although you know, you you'll see white supremacists. Who merely believe what they believe, and they're not—they're not interested in the world of politics so much. They might have given up on it. Um, they simply uh, work towards, you know, having plenty of white babies, <laughs> you know, and getting a job and promoting, you know, white only working with whites and what have you, and just sort of living in little, you know, pseudo white enclaves. I think that's what white supremacy. Of course, they're in proximity capacity, owing to modern history, though. You know.
1: Sorry, I've heard the media. Call Fraser Anning a Nazi and the One Nation Party Nazis, but could they be seen as fascists as well?
0: Yeah, yeah, look, I mean, okay, so alt alt right, patriot,
1: whatever you want to call them, they love their labels,
0: type people, um, are really beholden to the idea that that us lefties call everyone Nazis. They're obsessed with the labels that they give themselves. It is, it, you know, it's an obsession born of the, the first messages that you get when you start to become, I guess, part of that world or redfield. You know, you're, you're being introduced into a worldview in which all of us conniving lefties have formed this global conspiracy in which we try to shame anyone who um, who who believes in even the you know the, the lighter of alt-light theories, you know, that we call them racist just to instill shame in them. You know, we've invaded Hollywood and we've invaded governments and, you know, we've... we've... Those guys think that we call everyone an Nazi. But my experience of several years of anti-fascism has been akin to the sales funnel or the red pill highway <laughs> ideas that are conceptualisations I talked about before, that you start out with alt-light theories and then every. Everyone tries to encourage you further down this linear path towards fascism. Now, um, you know, the people who aren't uh, white supremacists or fascists this year end up becoming that in in a couple of years. All of the big-name patriots that I, I, I remember, Member from the 2015 16 movement, if they're still involved in that world, they were either covert fascists then, just trying to make the most out of the anti Islam things whilst hiding their intentions regarding the Jewish question. Um, You know, whilst, you know, but still, you know, they were still covert believers in in, in fascist white supremacist ideas, or they weren't, but they've now become that, you know. So I've seen that happen over the past few years, but you ask about Fraser Anning, well, the simple fact. Of it is that I think Fraser Anning's more of a doddering idiot, but I know that all of his staffers are co- covert, studied fascists. So I don't think it's inappropriate at all to call Fraser Anning an answer because the man reminds me of a sedated farmer—the way that he can't carry carries himself. I don't think he he writes anything that he says, and I don't think he has a very firm grip of the nuanced fascist sort of little covert sim- symbolism that he includes in his speeches and in his posts and his memes and what have you. He doesn't have any idea. He doesn't, he doesn't have to. All of his staff are studied veteran fascists. And so that's why I think it's not in, inappropriate to call him a Nazi because everyone in his office is. What we do spend far too much time doing, in my opinion, on the left, is dancing to the tune set for us by the latest touring, parading, racist dog. Um... You know, for example, RV Yemeni... <laughs> One of the earliest Yard instances was, was uh, RV Yemeni was coming out to troll a, a pro-Palestinian event, and um, we were across the road. we just started Yard, me, Sean, and a couple of others, and we were all bellowing at him about how small he was, um, which is very puerile and very fucking childish, but it also happened to be very entertaining. Um... And a big part of that is because it's not what Arby wants us to talk about. Now, if you look at the live stream of Arby Emini at that very moment, he's across the other side of the road and he's saying, he's got a mentally prepared speech he's delivering to all these people. And he's saying, oh, the loony left over there, they all call us Nazis. Listen to them right now. They're all calling me a Nazi as I speak, which would have been the case 99% of the time, sure. But then he pauses... And what you do hear is me and Sean and several other people bellowing at him that he's a tiny racist. And you can see the effect it has on him. It's not the narrative that he wants to to to, to push about us because we're not talking about the things that he wants us to talk about. And I, and I think that ties in possibly to some of what you were talking about earlier. They want to hear you call them a Nazi. Because it, it, it does sound impressive Empowering to them, and that doesn't mean we should be afraid of accurately labelling people who are fascists or Nazis. That you know, where it's appropriate. But nevertheless, it is important to bear in mind that they want you to call them those empowering sort of villainous terms. And if you can deny it them, if you can deny it them, particularly when you're engaging directly with them, or if you. And if you can do something instead that removes their power and makes them the object of, say, derision or mirth then you should absolutely have a go at doing that. And that's what we're trying to do through Yard.
1: What's coming up with Yard? <laughs> Anything? Um, well, right
0: now, I'm designing a T-shirt, okay? I'm almost done with it. It looks amazing. It's a racist having their face completely blown off by a yell. It looks really cool. It's like a thrash metal T-shirt. Now, I'm designing this, and we're just about to put them on sale. As soon as I can get this thing finished, um, design by my mate, I'm just doing a colouring in really. Once we can get this and the old shirt back on sale, we'll be doing a sale run, pre order run of those shirts, but hundred percent of the profit from this shirt run will be donating it to a Muslim charity. Um I uh, I I think uh, I, I think we've named the one we'll be revealing that and we'll put the shirts on sale. Um uh, uh, you know, not I guess on one hand I thought it would be a little undignified for money to go to the yard um that that came from some of our in the wake of Christchurch, but rather I think on a, on a positive level, I thought it would be a really good opportunity to show people um, uh, that, you know, we are community-minded. We might be a fucking smart artist but we're also community-minded, and, and, and there is a legitimate anti-fascist pole here, and we wanted to express solidarity, I guess, in our own little way with the, 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 um, the victims of, of Christchurch, and so, yeah, all the prophets will be going there. So look out for that soon please, everyone, and I also imagine that, well, you know, we will We've got a federal election coming up soon. Some of our most prized prospective direct dogs, and that is our term for people that, that, you know, like big-name racists, recorded yells, you know, you can win a shirt for that kind of thing, those people. Some of our most prized prospective direct dogs are politicians, you know? I want Mark Latham. I want a sweet Latham yell, everyone. We will reward you for this stuff. We want this, you know? It can't all just be us, you know? Us bloody smart-asses down here. You know, there's, there's, there's yardy sleeper cells all over this nation, and we're going to need them with their camera phones charged up, and their yells charged up, ready to go as we approach federal election. So that's what's coming up with yard.
1: Great, and maybe some eggs as well.
0: Look, egg boy was an extremely energising thing. It's a about as possibly, it's about as non-violent as direct physical contact can possibly get and I, and you, you know I, as someone uh, as someone close to me said very recently, just quietly we, some of us also think it's probably activated a new, new generation of like young little auntie for kids, because mm-hmm. like, what more positive reinforcement could anyone have possibly received than that kid did, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah Got all the threats and what have you, but frankly, I don't think he cares. Uh, you know. Can I just say as well? Um, Will Connolly, Egg Boy, came to the yard protest, and then he went into Anning, Right? He had a chat to me beforehand. Unfortunately, I admit I did try to talk him out of going into Anning's thing, but he didn't fucking listen to me because he's like the youth of tomorrow, and I'm an old man. God bless him, but he he just went in there anyway but i'm just saying you know like this is the this is without yard you would never have had egg boy so thank you yard and and god bless you egg boy hey <laughs>